0: On this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast, we talk about playing Gears of War 5 and Blasphemous, including getting an early access Steam code for Skater XL provided to us by Easy Day Studios. We also catch up with some of the information that released last week from Tokyo Game Show and other news. All that and more on this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to Third Party Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with Beto Sparza and
1: the artist formerly known as Joe Ramirez.
0: (laughs) Welcome back this week. And it is a hot, warm California day hot warm california day warm
2: hot damn ho here we go again it is nice as a rock bitch hard as a cock but not bitch. as hot as
1: like we talked about last week some of our early episodes oh
2: no
0: oh yeah, yeah. it's, it's still
2: warm lot. outside though yeah, yeah. It's, it's actually
1: seven, not that bad nine. in here right now
2: no,
0: no, 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 no. i actually thought it would be worse but yeah. it's not that bad we're here chilling off with some uh
2: some I'm stir chilling bucks Max and relaxing out cool
0: I was shooting some b-ball outside, outside of the school.
1: A couple of guys. they was up to no good. It's time to make trouble in my neighborhood.
2: I'm not going to keep going.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Um, well, yeah. As always, we, we bring you another great episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. So, like we do every week, let's get it going.
1: Pedro? we going to try to keep our... What? Our It's going to be a mellow episode, because I feel like if we get animated... It's gonna get warm in here, so we're gonna try to keep it kinda like smooth, easy listening jazz.
0: Smooth, yeah, we're, we're, this is the jazz episode. Let's get this jet ja- let's jazz this up. Beto? What's up, fool? Where you going, Phil? To my pad, food for real, food nah, food going to dog. the store, food what's up? For real, going to the store, that's fucked up. For oh, real, food for real, food yeah, food yeah, for real, food yeah, food yeah, damn, food that's
2: fucked up, that's, yeah, that that's that fucked is. up, that is. it's not
0: cool. Don't never lie to friends.
2: Uh, same shit. Um, but I did uh, a couple weeks ago. We talked about uh, Skater XL, and um, the 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 homies out at uh, Easy Day Studios. They uh, they gave us some um, some early access codes for uh, Steam codes for uh, Skater XL. Yes,
0: yes, yes. They did. Um, this is a sponsored no, I'm just <laughs> Uh This was a free uh, Steam early access code that we were given to try this out.
2: Yeah, so they just give us uh the what what we were able to play. Uh I think part of it it's because my computer is a little slower.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But um it's also really still like pretty early and we're kind of like well, it comes out like in a couple of months, so it's still in development. Um but what I played of it is fucking it's it was interesting. Yeah. Like, I I really liked it. Like if if it wasn't for like my slower computer and it not it still being kind of like uh in, in development I'm I could see how fucking fun this game can be mm-hmm. cause just because uh so how, the way you control it because when they mentioned in their trailer they talked about uh you having total board control and I was kind of skeptical at first but uh actually playing it like how you control the board is like the sticks are your feet pretty much so you so you know on skate like you like when the left stick was like you, your directionals mhm and then the right stick was a flick stick so you could flick the board and stuff. So with this, you could control your like your movements with the with the left stick. But once you're ready to do a trick, you can't move. You gotta use the bumpers to turn. Right to turn, turn right, left to turn right, left. When you pull down, you can do an ollie. And then when you ollie, you could flick the right stick, say your goofy foot, right foot forward, left foot's in the back. You pull the stick down to the left stick down to do ollie when you let it go you hit the right stick to the right and do a kickflip so depending on what direction you the front foot is depending on what direction you flick the stick you'll do a certain flip sounds like a interesting kind of fun yeah and that's that's what i really liked about it because it really seems like you can control the board a lot because there's some stuff that you can you can even do like a high ollie so you pull both sticks back and then when you let go, he'll jump like higher, like get a higher ollie, and you can do flips off of that too. So if you got like a big ledge you want to jump onto, or a big like a gap you gotta do, you you do the the high ollie. But what uh, something I, I started like it took me a while to get used to because it's pretty like it's uh, completely new to me. Like I, yeah, I, yeah, I had no idea how how it was gonna be. So we kind of tried to play it like skate. Yeah, that's what that's what it was. We were ch- oh sorry. We are trying to play, like, skate more, and that that kind of fucked us up. Yeah. Like, instead of thinking it more like a uh, completely new game. And in, in the game
0: itself, it gives you it, it, it gives you a menu to, like, yeah. learn the, the moves. We were just, like, like anyone. You like, I just, just want to try to figure it, it out on yeah. your own.
2: But once, yeah, you kind of... It, it, it does benefit you if you look at the, the yeah. movesets. sets. hmm So I started playing it, and then uh, I played a little bit more at home, uh, getting more used to it. Like, it uh, it's pretty cool. Like, you could just... The um, I got used to being able to like move around when you're setting up for an ollie. Yeah. So like I said, like if you set up for an ollie, you can't move your stick anywhere because mm-hmm. you're getting ready to jump. So with the bumpers, you could turn. I was like, oh shit! This it started getting easier. So you could be able to ollie onto like a, a rail, do a grind, and hop out of that. Yeah. So it's it's fuck, dude. I I'm like I'm pretty excited for it now. Like it yeah, was just yeah. a, it was just the early access thing. Like it's still like, got a lot of glitches and my computer wasn't like the best but fuck it i'm pretty like i'm pretty excited for this game
0: it was it was interesting to play it too because what i liked about it and it felt like learning how to skate where you're just cuz you can set markers mm-hmm. so that you you know if you 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 know bail or anything yeah. you'll start off if you play ea
2: skate they have similar markers yeah. you hit the uh, you set a marker if you do a trick you fall you can hit another, hit a, the up button i think yeah so up on the directional pad so you can go back to that checkpoint
0: so I had a marker and what I wanted to do was grind and, um, I wanted to do a board slide grind and I kept going, I would fall off. I kept grinding. I wouldn't last all the way when I grinded on the rail the whole way. But then after practice, practice less than like five minutes, I kept doing it, kept doing it, kept doing it. And then I finally did it and went all the way grind, grinded and landed. I didn't fall. Cause every time I would get off, like I would, you know, I wouldn't land perfectly and I would, I would fall. But this time, I finally made it without falling, and yeah. both me and Bethel reacted like, "Yeah!" It's like if you learned a trick <laughs> yeah. in real life, it reminded me of that uh, that scene in mid '90s when he's practicing, like just <laughs> doing an ollie, yeah. and then he finally like lands he it, lands makes it. And he's like, "Yes!" He and he's excited. like all excited. <laughs> That's how I felt yeah. playing this, and I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And in that in that you know Steam Early Access game, it's just one little area level. Area, yeah. but what place was it,
2: look, it? I don't know. It looks like a. I don't know where the place is, but like it's it's. It's in LA. Uh-huh. I just don't. I don't know the name of it. Like, there's a lot of places like, like that are very famous for being like famous skate spots. Yeah. But I don't know what this is called. I yeah.
0: wasn't. Im- I was impressed with how much control you're given. Yeah. You you hear you hear when people say things like, "Oh, AAA games or indie games." Sometimes, like when people say, "Oh, it's an indie game," I don't want to say it as in like, "Oh, it's an indie game where it's lesser than." Yeah than other AAA titles or whatever, but even that, like this, even though it's Steam Early Access, there's probably way more to the game than what we have at the moment with the Steam Early Access, it still has done way more than huge AAA games in the skateboarding genre.
2: Yeah, I feel like the one thing that's like I was saying, like the border control, like it's like you see in skateboarding, some people do a flip and they you ever see them like do a flip and then grab the board with their feet so they can land? You yeah. could do that in this game. Oh, like, shit. say you do a, you're doing a flip, and then you want to grab the board so you can get ready to land. You click on the one of the sticks. It doesn't matter which one. You can stop it with your back foot or your front foot. You click on the on the stick, and you'll you'll see him like put his foot down and then so you can land. It looks fucking cool. Like it's like so they say like total bo- board hmm. control. Like it's, I believe it now. But yeah, that's all I've been playing. Yeah, I, don't, I mean I don't want to bore you guys with the MLB the show, but <laughs> I've been fucking having a lot of fun still with it. Um... What about you Joe? What's up? fool?
1: What's up, uh played a, l- a little bit more of uh Astral Chain still digging that, loving that. Um played a little bit uh played definitely played more of uh of um Marvel the Ultimate Alliance 3. And it's fun. Yeah. Uh not nothing, you know, obviously it's nothing revolutionary, you know. Yeah, it's an ugly little game. I still, I mean, it's not ugly, but I <laughs> I, I consider it like it's an ugly it's, little it's game. Kind of like very bland. I I just think of it like Infinite Marvel versus Capcom, yeah. bland in that way, but yet yeah, still fun. You know, it's it's uh, I'm enjoying having fun with that. Um, <clears throat> played a lot of uh, SNES games uh, now that those are on I, the, the on Switch. Switch so yeah. yeah, I've been playing. Uh, what did I play? Did you play Pilot Wings? No, I didn't play. which is hard. Yoshi's Island, oh, yeah. which I can go back to a million fucking times uh-huh. and play over and over again. Started playing it again, and I was just like, God damn, I love this game. Yeah, It's probably, design-wise, one of the fucking greatest games I think Nintendo ever made. And that's counting games they make today. Yeah, I think it's just a fucking phenomenal game. I think the only thing that sucks is it came out at the tail end of the SNES run, so it didn't get a bigger i don't know like it didn't get a bigger i know it did well but it wasn't like you know what i mean like had that been a launch title not that it you know it could have but i mean a little earlier on in the cycle i think it would have sold even more more and been been a more successful game than it was and i'm not Uh saying it wasn't a successful game but i'm just saying you know i feel like it could have been even bigger
2: i feel like the yoshi games like the they've always had like a unique look like Like Yoshi's story, uh, Yoshi's Island, and then even the the Woolly World, world, Mm -hmm. the Crafted World—they always look really nice. Like really, they put time into their the art design, the art direction. It
1: makes me wish though that someone would actually put. Like I like Crafted World, like and it's it's a lot of fun, but it you know when you go back and you play with Yoshi's Island, you're like man, that like I'm waiting for that next like Yoshi's Island Mm -hmm. three or something to just come over and just knock me the fuck off my fucking like just like just kick be your amazing. yeah pretty much yeah <laughs> so um i um i had I checked online and i had seen reviews for that game uh, blasphemous and it released um and it looked really interesting it was like a, it's a metroidvania kind of crossed with a dark souls mm-hmm. um and i was like i was there. i was it was pretty interested i kept hearing like it's dark unsettling and you know i saw some screenshots of it i was like huh so i went ahead and i picked that up on the e-shop yeah and uh fuck man it's a pretty good game yeah Yeah. Mm-hmm. this it's a the basic of the story is kind of about this miracle that happened but it's a it's like they call it this i forget what it's called exactly something miracle but it's it's like it's not a good thing and you know it's definitely got these kind of like it doesn't go far as to say it but these religious the kind of like overtones to it mm-hmm. um so i it mean?
2: It mean it's called blasphemous
1: yeah it's true there's this early moment on, and you've seen the screenshots, I'm sure, I don't know if you've seen the screenshot, but there's a moment where, like, you know, and, like, he does something, and, like, uh, like basically, he's, like, puts a helmet on, and then, like, you see blood come pouring down it, and, and I was like, what the fuck, it still looked pretty fucking creepy, even though it has mm-hmm. those retro fucking graphics, I was like, this is fucking weird. Uh, he pours voice,
0: blood in his helmet,
1: thing. Yeah. Was oh, that what it was? Yeah. For? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that whole scene is just like wow. The music's fucking very, definitely the soundtracks very dark, brooding. Yeah, and it's got a the Souls vibe to it, where like you go and you do these attacks. You have your you have a a parry button. You have a, a dodge, um, and a couple of attacks. And well, the idea is when you die, you have an attack bar. You have a bar where you can do like kind of like special moves, sort of mm-hmm. or special uh, attacks. When you when you die. That bar gets cut in half, and then you can come back to the spot where you were at last died, and reclaim that that special bar. And then, as you go in the game, there's these checkpoints, basically that like where you can save your refill. You end up with a limited amount of um, of health potions, and um, you can replenish them at these shrines, and you get in your health back, um, and kind of basically save your save your spot. But when you use them all the enemies that you killed before, they respawn. So you you have to, like, you know, you kind of have to tread lightly there when you use that. Yeah. Um I took on one of the early boss... I think it was an early boss, and it was... You know, I didn't have that difficult of a time. I don't know if it was just, like, an entry-level one. Like, people were saying it's a very difficult game, but so far, it is difficult, but fair. Yeah. You know, it's done like a... You know, it's, it's not impossible... Um I can definitely see where it's going to ramp up the difficulty but like a lot of the just standard battles are just you know if you, you follow the rules of the game and, you know you learn you know the patterns of the enemies it's not that it's not that bad yeah. mm-hmm. I, I have been hearing that like the boss some of the boss fights seem like impossible at first and you just got to kind of continue and figure them out but um no man all in all I, I think it's a fucking great game so far uh i also i have i have the i i, I haven't played yet but i picked up um is it bloodstained yeah ritual of the night so i have that one which is also mm-hmm. a metroid it's a, a metroidvania type game yeah. i'm interested to play that now just to compare them too, because mm-hmm. i know the, the bloodstained is a more modern um i mean it's a metroidvania but it's got a more modern look right a little bit more Kinda, modern, yeah and then i would say blasphemous is a bit more unique it definitely you know? yeah i mean just look playing through a little bit of blasphemous it's definitely yeah. got its it's uh darker yeah it's definitely it got the me hooked into it.
2: One of the boss fights is like a baby. Somebody carrying a baby. Yeah,
1: so. there's some weird. Sh- yeah. I've seen some of that stuff too, and I'm just like, you know, I'm a little lost right now. I'm not sure where I'm going in it, but I've just, I kind of just exploring each area, and it's just like, yeah, I've heard that there's one of the negatives is there's a lot of backtracking through spots. Oh, okay. I've not really come across that yet. I'm but sure that's I will. But always a thing in Metroidvania type yeah. games.
0: Metroid, whether it's Castlevania, there's always backtracking.
1: So, um, so far though. I'm really digging it, uh, mm-hmm. and I would, you know, I would, you know, recommend anyone try it out, check it out, or at least give it a look, you know. Um,
0: I want to, I want to try after seeing it. I was like, oh shit, I want to play this.
2: Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I saw the trailer. And it was, it was first like ten percent off too,
1: so it was like twenty-two bucks, I think it was. So it Twenty-one expensive. something, yeah. Yeah, something like that.
2: <laughs> it's the first thing I thought when I saw the trailer. I was just like, it looks fucking
0: hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just liked how brutal it looked. Yeah, like even like you said, like yeah. how pixelated, like. It's old, kind of retro, but there's more detail in it. Yeah, yeah like and then just one. some of the things, like he cut someone in half, and then the body flops to the sides, and I'm just like, Damn. you see the head stomping somebody. Like it that. is, <laughs> it is very like the, the 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 imaging, the images, like especially like the religious images are kind of like, oh shit, like I don't know. Yeah,
1: it's very, it's very. I, the only word I can release really is like unsettling. It's just very yeah, it like wow, and you don't, you know, you don't see many games with that kind of a look really. Thick can do that, you know what I mean?
0: I mean, the feeling, I don't know about you guys how you usually feel, but if you're ever like in a, well, especially like all of us grew up Catholic and being in like church, depending on the churches, if they're really like made up, you'll see certain like statues or, or images that look very like that kind of like holy, but looks kind of dark. Yeah. yeah. As in like creepy like in a
2: way. This window some of yeah. the pretty, pretty uh, I don't know, creepy, but like it's kind of like looking at it kind of yeah. unsettling, unsettling yeah. in a way.
1: Yeah always oh, it's like that. You see the, also like when you go to church and you see the the different stages of when like their Jesus is carrying the cross and yeah, all that. Mm-hmm. And you look at those, and it is pretty like, you know, kind of kind of crazy. Like this man's being they're well, basically going like yeah, to be yeah.
0: like death. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, yeah, like like and I even I was looking that there's another game I I've never played it, but I was reading some reviews. I think it's Salt and Sanctuary, which is similar mm-hmm. as that that vibe, but different different art style. And I looked at it, and I was like, huh, that's that's crazy. And, like, I was hearing things about that, too. But um, uh, so I was like, and that's a game, like, I didn't even know really anything about that until I heard about Blasphemous. But, yeah, um, yeah definitely want to continue playing Blasphemous. It's, it's definitely got, a, got its hooks in me, and it's, you know, very interesting game. And, uh, and, and thus far, so far, it's, you know, I'm really digging it. Um, that's pretty much been it. I've just been playing a lot of Switch stuff lately and, you know, gearing up for Link's uh, Awakening, so.
0: Yeah, when everyone hears this, it's Wednesday.
1: I'd like to start playing Link to the Past uh, on the SNES too, because I never played that. So uh, you're I'll in like, for a treat, sir. Yeah,
2: I only played a couple. Of, it's fucking dope. Or so like, probably, how long did I play? Like, two, three hours, maybe. Uh,
0: you did it two times. I want to say maybe a total of four or five hours. Yeah, yeah, so i like, There's a
2: part on that game. Sorry, I'm not gonna. It's not a spoiler, but there's a part where sh- like so much shit's going on at once. Like, uh, I, I enter a room and I'm like, everything starts happening at once. And I feel like I'm going to die. I, the first time I played it, I was just like, Oh shit. Oh, oh shit. And like, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know what was happening. I was like, <laughs> I just like somehow got out of there.
1: Yeah. but well, yeah, that's been, that's pretty much been it for me. Jesse, what's up? Uh,
0: I finished Fire Emblem Three Houses. I went through my run of the Black Eagle House and I liked it a lot. It was really cool. Um, hands down uh, I enjoyed it there are certain things where uh, I kind of mentioned it before but I kind of wish like oh you know you know they say it's winter and like oh I can't wait to see how the school is when it's winter time and nothing it's the same stuff and by the end of it it kind of drags in that that aspect of like it's the same thing I'm seeing the same, the same thing over and over and this compared to other Fire Emblem games that I've played Uh, A lot of focus is interactions with uh, your classmates, uh, your students, and the faculty, and I like that stuff. Don't get me wrong. A lot of it's really cool, um, but there's a lot of it. I would say there's more of that than actual battles depending on how you you run your month because you you go through things monthly. Uh, Now depending on how, how you like playing games, it's either a negative or a positive. For me, I felt like that was a little too much even though I like that stuff. Uh, I would have liked a little less, and um, I don't know. I, I, where you kind of mentioned it um, last week, Bethel, where I was just like, "Oh, I kind of wish they did that." Maybe they didn't have the funds. You're like Nintendo; they don't have the funds. But I think in a way where they were crunched for time, like this had to release at a certain time, because there's other stuff that happens throughout the game where even I, with like I, and if I were to say it, it's a spoiler, but I would be like, "You see that? How come they couldn't do this?" And it's like right here. You'd be like, "Yeah." They, like they they couldn't do it because it would have been more resources. But anyway, how that game is it, just in general. I had fun. The combat was great. It was easy, but like toward the end, it gets really hard combat wise. Um, not too hard, but they've just recently done an update where you can get like insane difficulty if you want more of that challenge. Um, but I like it. And and Joe was right. Um, his buddy, uh, I finished it. I had my story. I did everything. My playthrough for through that house, and I was curious. You know what, I don't want to play through this game again in a different house because I still like Eagle House um, or the Black Eagles. I still like the Black Eagle House. Like I wouldn't want to be like Blue Lion or a Golden Deer. I just, I don't care for those, the students and all that stuff. But I want to see, hey, how did all these different endings happen? There are so many different endings and there's so many different branching off choices that could happen where it changes multiple things. So depending on how you play through everything, you can't even like my playthrough. That isn't the only paythrough If I go through that house, there could be something that completely changes or alters the course. And each one is all unique for each house. And there, there's so much crazy branching off points that when I was I was spending like hours just watching other people's playthroughs in story modes. I'm like, dude, that happens. Whoa, that goes crazy. And there's like a political religious religious thing in this game where where it's like political religious um empire rebellions stuff like that where it goes anywhere and they're not saying religion's bad they're not saying um you know society's bad like you can go different routes where even i chose a route where i was just like oh okay this seems like the right route because this other route's evil but then you go through that route and it's like oh no that route's evil like there's different opinions on both sides or even three sides so it's a crazy game, and and it gives you a lot. But uh, I mean, I want to kind of go through New Game Plus, maybe in the future. It's something I wouldn't do right now, because it was a lot of time. I think I, when all said and done, sixty hours for that game. That's playing it, good. but it, I think I like unlocked so much because you you can, you can kind of st- have relationships with everyone in your class. Yeah. But I w- like I liked talking to everybody. I boosted everyone's liking so much that at the end of it, you can kind of be, Oh, Hey, who are you going to be with at the end? Who are you going to marry? And that's the thing that happens in Fire Emblem games. I maxed out everybody so much. I had no option. I was basically, I pretty much made everyone's ranking so high that they all got together and I was alone. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought that was funny. I was like, Oh, and it really is like, it's not, and that's the thing. It's like, it doesn't force you to have to talk to everybody. It doesn't force you to have to do this, but I wanted to because I wanted to see what would happen, and and the cool thing is like you can find out stories of certain characters and how things happen or, or come to be, or you don't have to, and it doesn't affect anything at all. But that it was crazy. Like how much how much story and how much there is into that game was really cool. So I, I liked it, and I'm looking forward to them doing another Fire Emblem because each Fire Emblem's different, and then uh, them learning from this one and maybe. Less, not less focus on story, but as in, like, where you're having a nice balance of both. Story and gameplay. So, I thought it was cool. Uh, I gave it, like, an 8.5 out of 10. Enjoyed it. Fire Emblem Three Houses. Check it out. Another game I'm playing this week. The only game I've played on my Xbox One in, in like, years. The only game that's worth it. Years of War 5 is fucking awesome. It is so much fun. Keep on, saying
1: good reviews on the campaign.
0: Joe, I my favorite gears is Gears Two. It's up there.
1: Because Isn't it is, amazing though? Like I'm not trying to cut you up, yeah, but like no, no. five games in, right? And like I mean outside of judgment, the main numbered games, no. not, not a clunker real yeah. not a clunker on any of those stories. It's basically overtake like where Halo has fucking oh, geared on yeah. and gone fucking real off the rails. Uh-huh. Gears somehow has kept that fucking ship going. Like, yeah. I want to play it, man. Uh-huh. It actually makes me want to play 4, you know? So I'm like, my mind already, I'm like, whenever the new Xbox ends up coming out, that's something definitely where I want to go back and pick up uh, yeah. 4 and play through 4 and 5. And I'll be like, man, by the time that stuff comes out, I mean, I'm sure Game Pass will be a thing then still. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like, so but, it's a good, you know, yeah. like, I'm not a big thing on Game Pass, but man, it's a hell of a way to sell it. Especially oh, if you yeah. have a quality have game like that.
0: First five on there. hmm That'd be dope. It's, it's like, it's got the same awesome pacing that two had. Because what I loved about that, like, five, it just has it where, like, all right, we're going here. Let's go. Boom, boom, boom. This happens. Any moment, just like with Gears 2, like, man, I'm getting tired of fucking shooting. Boom! Here's this new thing. And you're like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> and then it's just like, oh, man, oh, man. Oh, here's this other thing. Oh, shit. What the fuck? Oh, oh, oh. And then, the, and then this one, this Gears, I would say is more story driven than the other ones like don't get me wrong all the gears games have a story it's pushing the game along and they're not none of them are bad they're always they're they're really good this one just pushes it a little bit more not to the extent where it's too much but enough where you're just like oh shit! now i want to know what happens you know like everything about five so far i fucking love like i'm having fun i'm str- i've streamed it from beginning and i'm still streaming it now and like I'm just having a good time every time. Now, you always have those moments in games where, like, you get stuck on something. You're like, fuck, man, like enemies and stuff, like bullshit enemies. That happened to me today. But, uh, you know, I got through it. But, yeah, no, every, everything about Gears 5 is awesome. I'm playing on an old Xbox One, the shitty, not good running version. That game still looks good. And I'm like, damn, this game looks good. And I was thinking, fuck. I don't even have like the better system you know like i'm not seeing this running at a full 60 you know i'm not seeing this at like 4k hdr you know because i have a 4k hdr television and a part of me is just like fuck man i really want to play it at its full potential but it's still not really taking anything away from me yeah but i'm pretty sure if i were to play the 4k full xbox one x version of it i would be like oh shit i don't want to play this version you know but right now i'm cool like (laughs) i can't justify paying 500 bucks just to play one game even though gears 5 is amazing uh i couldn't justify buying that um now i'm already excited to play through this again but i'll play through gears 5 again once the next xbox comes out because that's gonna be backwards compatible and that will be 4k running at 60 frames and all that that's what um, i'm looking forward to
1: getting like once new one comes out and i hope you know they they keep this hype the the positive you know Yeah, hype going I can go back and and again like I said Game Pass I don't have to go out and look I don't have to actually go out and buy 4 or 5 I'll be able to just get a couple of months of Game Pass you know I was never big on the game subscription thing Yeah. I'm still kind of iffy but I gotta admit like for the Xbox Game Pass thing it's yeah. a pretty fucking sweet deal man yeah. I mean you get on there you get I'm sure there's a lot of crap but you get their first party games man you don't have to worry yeah. anymore it's like they're there mm-hmm. it's pretty fucking cool yeah it's really cool I'm glad they kept the quality up after, like, you know, after um, Crackdown 3, the whole idea of, like, well, they basically, remember people were doing, like, they, they, they basically running the Netflix a game, so yeah. quality doesn't have to be that high, but then you see something like Gears 5, and you're like, oh, no, they they're still taking the time to make, you know, some of these games fucking triple a mega things you know yeah
0: and there's like still four multiplayer modes that i haven't even touched okay i'm just going through like single player so yeah. right now my reviews just mainly all i've heard player.
1: is, is a, like all i've really paid attention to reviews right now because a lot of the reviews have been split in half and it's just been like campaign and then yeah. like the rest and most everything i've heard on the on the campaign has just been really good
0: mm-hmm. yeah just like I, there's so much more i want to say but then i would spoil it and i don't want to but I, I'm di- I, I really like it, man. I haven't had this much fun in a while. You know, I think last game I had this much fun was like Devil May Cry Five, and that was still this year. But like I don't know, it just it it was it's cool that how much I loved Gears Two because what it did, they doing it again in Five. But like, it's not the same thing. It's still something fresh. And they have open world segments, but kind of like God of War in that way. Like it's it's an open world, but it's not huge. Still like confined, yeah. yeah, and so far, like there are side things you can do, but I've just mainly been going through story because I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna save those when in my second playthrough when I play through it a second time, and I, I'm playing it on a, like a 4K version right now. I just want to get through the story. I'm having a good time. Let's let's just keep going, you know. Um, but yeah, it just everything about it, like yeah, start, man, it's just it's just too good. Like. I kind of, I didn't want to record it I just wanted to keep playing. <laughs> yeah. And I think I'm almost done too. Cool. Cause I was, yeah, but having fun with that. It's good stuff. Gears five. If you got an Xbox one collecting dust, if you have no excuse. Get gears five. It's a good game. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. So see you in a bit.
1: Hello, you're listening to 3PC News with your hosts, Jesse Lira, Robert Esparza, and Joe Ramirez.
2: GameStop's
0: tough year continues as the company announces plans to close between 180 and 200 underperforming stores by the end of the fiscal year. In a recent earnings call, GameStop CFO Jim Bell reported further losses from the struggling video game retailer. Sales were down 14.3% year-over-year, year, and the company posted a net loss of $145 million in quarter 2 earnings report. As part of GameStop's turnaround plan, the company will close up to 200 stores globally. Bell noted that 95% of the company's 57,000 stores worldwide are profitable and that underperformance is not the sole metric the company is looking at when determining store closures. Store closures would be the latest sign of trouble at the video game retailer. After failing to find a buyer earlier this year, GameStop recently laid off 120 corporate employees, including staff members from its Game Informer publication. The company also laid off over 50 regional district field leaders and consolidated its regional offices. While GameStop pivots to transforming its stores into experiences that could host live events and esports events, the company continues to suffer from changes in the video game retail market. GameStop posted nearly a half a billion dollars in losses last year and Bell expects year-over-year sales to be down over the next three to four quarters, reflecting the end of the console cycle. Furthermore, Bell says there are no comparable video game releases in 2019 similar to last year's Red Dead Redemption 2, which was the store's number one volume title. Basically, GameStop sees further financial turbulence, at least until new consoles are released in 2020. Now, before we jump into that, I find that funny that he says there's nothing comparable to Red Dead Redemption 2 when Call of Duty Modern Warfare is coming out. You get what I'm saying? Like, isn't, isn't like, Call of Duty still a moneymaker? Or did, did Red Dead beat it? Because so I, th- I think we would have heard something where Red Dead beat out Call of Duty.
1: I'm not sure how, how Call of Duty or how Red Dead ended up doing in the end. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Like, you didn't, you didn't, I don't really, they didn't really go into numbers much with it, huh?
0: Yeah, but I find it funny that he says there's nothing like that for this year. It's like, well, you got Call of Duty, though
1: i think this new call of duty it's 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 kind of wait and see because this is you know everyone's now call of duty went into that phase where it was just like it was rehashed it was the same thing every year Mm -hmm. so i mean even though it was a big title it wasn't something that was gonna like grab you but i feel like this year's call of duty actually has a chance to be something big again Mm -hmm. but it's kind of wait and see but i think some people forget that like you're saying you know you're like People mm-hmm. don't really kind of... They sleep on that now. They're I like, I think the oh. last
2: couple of Call of have been like that. like, Black Ops. The last Black Ops. I was like, yeah, whatever and first. But then it kind of... It, it got some traction. Mm-hmm. And, like, before it came out, like, people got hyped up. Yeah. And it sold well. I even bought it. But maybe that's what's happening with this one, too. Maybe. But, I mean, I, I think it's... Like, for all of us, it, when it comes
0: down to it, like, it just sucks that people are going to lose their jobs. Yeah. yeah. More than anything, it just sucks. You know? Um... GameStop as a company whether we like it or not really the employees the people who have their jobs who are gonna lose it it's just something that it's just we're not happy about that you know yeah I don't know what do you think like for you guys you know GameStop with the kind of trouble they're having like what is it like do you think it is the market changing do you think it them saying stuff like that like it's changing to where it it affects them or do you think it's just how they do certain things i always
1: i always thought that i would be a physical disc kind of guy and i always thought like yeah i'm still gonna go to GameStop, i'm gonna still go to like the to to, you know uh, wherever i need to go to buy my games but like slowly but surely times are changing Mm -hmm. i'm buying more games on uh you know on like eShop or playstation store um i'm more angry nowadays that consoles come with such small hard drives you know i'm like one terabyte doesn't do one terabyte doesn't shit i find myself like getting pissed off when i'm like i want to play this game fuck i gotta get up and put the disc in and do stupid like it just I don't know, man. Like I feel like slowly but surely it's just changing, and now it's just because people are, are people are less likely to go in, and you know, I mean. Also, I think people see what a. Um, I also think GameStop makes a lot of their money on used games,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I'm finding. I'm fine I I feel like. You know, when you have a, a, a larger cross section of people that are. They're not buying physical copies anymore it's taking away from that money that they get on those used games they make mm-hmm. a shit ton of money on those used games and you have people that aren't doing that and i also feel like a lot of games out there now like developers are making games that like the whole game as a service thing you know games are you know big yeah. they have all these modes people want to continue to play them people now have reasons to stream and play old games like if you're a streamer you need content so it does you no good to play through it like back in the day we just play through a game i'm never going to play it again trade in but like for people that like to stream and do that stuff like that it, you know when you do that you're eliminating content you you kind of want to have content you want to have a backup i feel mm-hmm. like people aren't maybe maybe i could be wrong but people aren't trading in as many games anymore yeah they're keeping them especially you know for for reasons like that so um and also people i think you know i feel like a lot of people are not realizing like man what you get for a game when you trade it in It's kind of a ripoff you don't get very much you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like you 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 do a better you can find a better way you can just do better selling it to someone that you know a friend you know just one-on-one or how even gifting it to a friend like i'm not to the point too where if i get through a game and i know i'm not gonna play it anymore and i got someone that i know that likes this game or something like that like yeah just take it man yeah go play it bring it back whenever don't i don't care it's just i don't know just kind of like how my how i feel and like my vibe on on that
2: for me it's like uh I'm pretty sure a lot of people are like this. Like, I, I, I like getting my games delivered to me. I don't want to go anywhere to go pick up the game. It's just, I, I it's more much more convenient for me. Like, because mm-hmm. uh, video game stores for me, if, like the day of the release, if I'm home, sometimes I don't want to go all the way to Ventura to go out there. So, I'd, yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd rather just have that shit delivered to me. So, I feel like a lot of people feel the same way, and they buy stuff, buy it on Amazon, buy it on like Newegg or whatever the fuck, any sort yeah, of online yeah. retailer. So, I, I think that's kind of like. Online retail, like, I mean, everybody knows this. Like, everybody said it's before. Online retail stores are kind of killing that stuff, too.
0: You're right, Joe. Like, it, it, when it comes to digital, a lot of people tend to download now. Um, I think we'll we'll see more of an effect on that type of stuff if whenever the PS5s announce, like, they show off the console, the Xbox Scarlet, whatever, and they're like, hey, 5-terabyte hard drive, or even if they go crazier and go 10-terabyte, te- like... That's showing like, hey, we want you to have enough space so you can purchase your games digitally. But like, even that, like, I think one of the, the things that the GameStop as a company, because no matter what, the employees have no say on anything. It's all on the corporate side. But GameStop never tried to be competitive. They became the only game in town when it was originally like EB Games or, or GameStop, and then they, whoever, whatever, bought each other out and then became one thing. They were the ones who dictated pricing. They were the ones who dictated how much you would get, how much a game would cost. You know, if you were to buy, you know, hey, what's your choice? Do you want to buy Call of Duty for 60 bucks? Or, hey, I have a used copy for 55 bucks, $5 off. If you have the Power Up Rewards program, you get 10% off your used games. So, you know, this and that. Like, you have to still purchase and all that other stuff. You know, GameStop, that I, to my knowledge, I don't know if they do that na- this now, but... They never became competitive. They never price matched. They never did anything. They didn't give you a lot for your game. And again, like, I completely, 100% understand. And, like, people got to understand, too. Like, hey, if you bring in Madden 2018 and you're going to buy Madden 2019, you're not getting 50 bucks for Madden 2018 because it comes out every year. There's no value to it. But if you bring in another game, you know, that's new, hot, and you're not getting that much, I understand, like, You're only getting 20, 25, 30, or there might be some sort of promotion that bumps it up and you're getting 40. That's awesome. This makes, you know, that is awesome. I'm getting enough bang for my buck to trade this in. But every once in a while, you wouldn't get those type of trade deals. You wouldn't get anything as much cost as incentive. And I think as time went on, people would just be like, fuck it, whatever. I'm going to trade this in because I need to buy the new game. And like you're right, Bethel, like you say, like now with Amazon, any online retailer, them not being competitive, not them not doing that. Hey, have it delivered to me. I don't have to deal with the person trading and find out that everything I'm trading in, these twenty games, I'm gonna get fifteen bucks store credit or whatever. Yeah, I think a lot of that a lot of that has to do with, with with that and how GameStop as a company was running it and the things they would throw in there to try to save themselves when it came to Selling cricket wireless phone service, uh, taking trade-ins on your iPad, iPhone, all that. Taking up lines if, if the employee has to look up and make sure this iPhone is, you know, working well. That's a 8 to 10 minute transaction depending on how things go. And then you have someone waiting in the store waiting to buy something. Yeah, You know, it, it's just, there's a lot that GameStop refused to do. There's a lot that they thought they were doing right, but they didn't um they got big headed and they grew too fast they opened too many stores they did too many things that didn't pan out and that affected them now if they did it a different way would they have avoided this we don't know i we don't know if it could have been avoided maybe this was inevitable maybe them this happening them closing down stores was always going to happen no matter what they did even if they gave good trade value even if they did this maybe like and even that like let's say they did do that maybe they would have lasted another 10 years but it was still gonna go away whatever yeah it's it's just it's as someone who likes games i could find a lot of stuff physical that's cheaper than digital You know, and again, I just have to follow a guy on Twitter, Wario64, and this game I got a physical copy, ten bucks, brand new, sealed, because Fry's has it, Best Buy has it, Target has it, Amazon puts it up. You know, like some physical games I've gotten cheaper than digital. Sometimes digital games will be way cheaper when there's a there's a sale going on because the Tokyo Game Show and there's some fucking yeah, and there's some flash sales. There's some stuff digital that is super low, you know, but me liking physical, like you and me, Joe, Beto, I like physical stuff, you know, it'll probably change in the next couple of years, you know, once PS5 and Xbox One Scarlet, if they start in in, when digital games become more of a thing and those have better sales then i'll probably be changing my tune as well
1: also when you get faster internet speeds and just yeah. like everything as that moves forward and it becomes an easier means to get things oh and you even know like, pre- got god for the day now. that streaming becomes a viable like a full-on viable way to play your games yeah you know good, good i mean i hate to say this but goodbye you know gamestop there's just there, there won't be anything left you know what i mean yeah. like it's just nothing for them to compare to or to be able to like to battle with it's sad in a lot of ways i mean it sucks but you know i feel bad you know and i feel bad because like it's just nature of technology man like yeah, you, yeah. you end up you know like i mean look at blockbuster video you know what i mean yeah that sort of thing although that, that, that that's kind of a different thing but like you know i think stores. it's
0: still very similar because they're both companies that did things that they they got too cocky they got too big you mm-hmm. know they got to like oh let's well do again this, let's,
1: what? um GameStop relied a lot of their business came from used games, the sale, yeah. the buying and selling of used games. Mm-hmm. Blockbuster Video relied on late fees, so it's two things. Like, or if you take away that, well, if people aren't renting movies, you aren't going to get money on the late fees. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Same thing with uh, like you know, you look at uh, GameStop. If people are not buying games, If people are downloading. They're buying games, but downloading their games. Buying the the you know like the, the little the coupon thing instead of actually buying physical media, well there's no way for you to sell. You're not going to be able to sell and buy and sell those used games. You're not going to mm. be making money off that stuff. So you know, it's a it's a it's a tough thing.
0: Yeah. I actually feel old saying this, but like a lot of the kids like playing Fortnite. Like how much is how much is them
1: free to play games?
0: all like free to play games. How much is that? And I'm guessing that affects the market a lot too. You know. For sure. More money on like. I'm gonna spend sixty ducks, bucks, ducks. I'm gonna spend sixty ducks. Uh, I'm gonna spend sixty bucks on V bucks. I don't know. It's crazy. It just sucks people are gonna lose their jobs. Yeah, I don't
1: like that. It's not cool. But
0: you you flew too close to the sun, GameStop, and you burned yourself
1: alive. I mean, not for nothing, you know. I hate to say it, but like you know, we were just into a local video game store early today and we were in there and we were the only people in there and they had four workers there not really doing much
0: yeah only one one approached us yeah universal parks and resort chairman and ceo todd williams revealed more details about the upcoming super nintendo world which is opening in universal studios japan in 2020 not only will the park include theme rides and restaurants but there is also an interactive component and maybe even nintendo switch integration with the park At a conference interview with bank of america merrill lynch's jessica jean rife cohen williams gave more details about super nintendo world a new nintendo theme attraction similar to galaxy's edge and disneyland's parks but based on nintendo properties universal signed the deal with nintendo back in 2015 and the park is finally going to open next spring it's a whole new separate area of the park said williams it's got food it's got merchandise the first phase will have two rides super mario kart ride as well as a Yoshi's Adventure. On top of the two rides, Super Nintendo World will open with, William said, visitors can interact with the park directly with Nintendo-themed magnetic wristbands. You slap it at your wrist and it just snaps on and won't come off. The idea is similar to Disneyland app that visitors can use to interact with QR codes scattered around parks like Galaxy's Edge. At Super Nintendo World, these wristbands will allow visitors to go up and keep score and play with various games that also translate to a scorekeeping capability. Williams also suggested that the rides at the park also interface back with your game console. Presumably, this game console is a reference to the Nintendo Switch, which is just a portable enough to bring around with you to an amusement park, especially when the Nintendo Switch Lite comes out later this year. Super Nintendo World is currently scheduled to roll out first in Japan before coming to other Universal theme parks. Williams confirmed that Super Mario World will be coming to the U.S., but declined to give an exact time frame. It's unknown if the North American version of Super Nintendo World will include similar features that the wristband and game consoles integrate.
1: Okay, so like the wristband itself, like, do I have to bring my Switch to there? I mean,
0: I'm sure you can. You don't have to bring it, but if you bring it, there'll be some extra stuff you can interact
1: with. Yeah. I mean, personally, that, that feature is cool for people that it, like enjoy that. It's nothing for me. I don't want to have to carry it around. Like I'm a
0: goddamn grown-ass man. Just let me get on that Yoshi ride.
1: Yeah, that's just fucking how I feel. I don't <laughs> want to have to carry it around and lug it around and fucking have to worry about it falling or losing or something like that. So, uh, yeah, you know, for me, it's just kind of like, I mean, all oh, power to the people. Like if it's for, for everyone that, that wants to do that's awesome. That's cool. Yeah, not for me.
0: It's cool that it's coming in next year. I just want to know when the US one. And Japan. I just they're working
1: on it. I know they're 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 developing. Joe's like
0: every time I go over there, I look. Fucking, there's work
1: being done this year. Going to Halloween Horror Nights, I'm gonna be searching. I'm gonna be looking. But like, what the fuck's going on?
0: Joe's gonna get. Joe's gonna break in to that lot and find out. World exclusive, right here. Joe's gonna be like, I uncovered it. Looks like a. A Mario sign. Is, what if, what, if, I, right what here, if I did and right? I took
1: a picture of a fucking cart? <laughs> right? And then would like you lose your shit? Like,
0: hey, what the fuck's over there? And you're like, just run. And then Jess is like, I can't make it. And you're like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit.
1: And someone dies. What if it was a cart? What if it was an actual buggy, like a would cart, cart to, for a Mario Kart? Would you cart? try to drive it away? No, I was like, what I said, if I sent you the picture, would you lose your shit? I would you lose would, my have. shit. Oh, Man.
0: dude, I'd lose my shit. Put it up. We get a billion hits. Nintendo would sue us. That'd be awesome. Casey Viner, an Ohio gamer who fatally swatted another player, was sentenced to 15 months in prison for hiring someone to make a prank emergency call to the police that led to the fatal shooting. Viner is also banned from gaming for two years. Swatting is where the perpetrator makes a false emergency call on someone in the hopes of getting the police or other law enforcement to show up unexpectedly at the victim's house. Viner, 19, was upset after losing a $1.50 bet in a game of Call of Duty World War II and hired someone else to make a prank call to the police. This led to the death of 28-year-old Andrew Finch in Wichita, Kansas, back in April. Viner pleaded guilty to felony charges of conspiracy and obstruction of justice as Viner tried to hide his involvement in the crime during the investigation. Viner's lawyers recommended two years probation, but NBC reported that the U.S. District Judge, Eric Melgren, sentenced Viner to 15 months of prison, plus a two-year ban on video game activities. Swatting is an increasingly scrutinized crime, as the practice has drawn major media attention in recent years. Earlier this year, Tyler Ray Barris, who Viner hired to make the call, was sentenced to Kansas for the fatal swatting incident to 20 years in prison. States like California and New Jersey introduced legislation to increase the punishments for swatting, and bipartisan bill in Congress made swatting a federal crime.
1: I think that kid should have gotten fucking more time. I think it's bullshit. Fifteen months? I think it's bullshit. Was he? That w- he lied about it. He, could, he tried to hide his involvement. I think it's bullshit that that two two, two months like his lawyer fucking uh, two years of probation. I think that's bullshit. I think he should be in jail ten years. If you're going to give 20 years to the guy that actually made the fucking call, if he's the one that actually was the one that hired the dude to do it, at the very least 10 years, he's fucking way more combustible than, like, like he's... He, it led to someone it's dying. Mm-hmm. And let I me mean, I make real clear, swatting is a fucking stupid, childish thing. It's dangerous. It's dumb. And, man, if you're that pissed off, I mean, I, I'm sorry, but you're a little bitch. Anyone that fucking has to engage in doing stuff like that, that can put someone in danger, you're being a little bitch. You know what I mean? Be yeah. a fucking man. Take your loss. Take your L fucking go go train go and come back don't be a stupid little fucking idiot and possibly put someone's lives into not just one person's life you're putting a whole fucking you don't know who lives in the house it's so fucking it's it's yeah, it makes me so angry i really hope yeah i'm not gonna lie i hope that kid gets his ass fucking beat in jail mm. i hope bad things happen to him because that shit led to uh, someone dying yeah it's yeah. stupid
2: yeah i seen people get swatted and they have there's like kids in in the house too there's yeah like going on it's like fuck what if like shit happens like fucking one of the kids dies or something yeah hey okay, fucking bullshit like oh, how many how many months like year a, a year and a half year and a half that? that's fucking that's so stupid you should be doing way more time than that Has anyone gotten away with a swatting? What do
0: you mean? Like, we always hear these reports on swattings happening and the person gets caught. But how many people get away with it? I don't know. Because if anything, let's just say 100% don't get away with it. Why do people keep doing it? Like, why risk that? Why risk getting in trouble? Why risk those? Why risk hurting somebody? Why risk yourself being in prison? Why, for a little, small, petty you disagree with someone you lose money a dollar 50 you know
2: yeah there's a little pussies yeah it's
1: it's just stupid
2: but one. sometimes it's not even the people that lose it's just people just trying to be fucking assholes doing that to like 15 just months
0: streaming. man it's like just 15 months yeah you're right Joe. even i knew about the 15 months but i didn't know that other guy got 20 years who He did the call like it's you're right it should have been 10 years and then the other guy 20
2: yeah i mean that's an accomplice isn't
0: it is it because... What's what's considered, like... Because that kid was 19. The one who got 15 months. Is he still considered it's a minor? It's like hiring to
1: someone to fucking cut someone else's brake lines. You're still fucking a part of it. You know? Yeah, like the, husband, 15, the yeah. husband
0: or wife is like hire someone to kill yeah. the husband or wife. Yeah. I
1: just, like... And I get that the idea of swatting, like, you're fucking with someone. It's not necessarily, like... I know the argument is going to be like, well, he, he didn't mean for the person to die. It's not a full on death sentence. It's not like, well, I may, it's not like hiring it, man. But still, it's, a, it's fucking dangerous. People can die. You you need to. Yeah, I just don't know, man. That just doesn't seem like a good enough uh, sentence to me. All news and articles are from publications like IGN, Gotaku, Destructoid, and Gadget, GameSpot, and Polygon. You've been listening to 3PC News. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time. All
0: right, for uh, this week, uh, we had the Tokyo Game Show that happened last week. So I kind of want to get into Some conversation on it. Nothing too much. Just, you know, as we always do on the show, we mainly want to talk about more of the stuff that interests us. You know, like we're not going to talk about everything that happened at Tokyo Game Show. And also at the same time, too, there was a lot of stuff that didn't happen at Tokyo Game Show. Stuff that just got announced around the time of Tokyo Game Show. So it's going to be a little mixture of both because it was kind of like a busy week for a lot of information in general um, that, again, we found interesting. But uh one of the things that got announced uh the last of us part two media event is planned for september twenty fourth so not much to say they're gonna have a media event finally and I'm guessing like any of us here it's gonna be announcement of a, a type of release window yeah. or a release date for the last of us part two something like that like the last of us uh i mean I, since we're all here together um I mean, any guesses of when you think it might be releasing at all?
2: Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, not, but I, I don't know what date. Jesse has a date. He already told me. But yeah, I feel like it is going to be more of a firm release date. Yeah. I don't know when, but I feel like it's going to give an exact date.
0: And do you think, like, even with that type of stuff, like, it seems like from last generation going into this generation, going into the new generation with, like, PS5 and Xbox One Scarlet or Xbox Scarlet's going to be coming out we're pretty much probably going to be seeing like hey you can pop in your ps4 games on your ps5 and they'll probably get upscaled or run perform better on it so you're not going to get hey here's the ps my guess is you're not going to get here's the ps4 version of uh, the last of us part 2 and here's the ps5 version what you're going to get is here's the ps4 version and then there's a sticker on it or something that says also playable and upgraded on ps5 is my guess now again do you think they'll probably have a discussion about that at the the conference or do you think it's mostly just like hey we're going to show some gameplay in a firm release date?
2: I feel like they might mention it but it's not not going to be a big talking point.
1: Uh-huh. Joe, probably a release date, but I, I I think it'll always be subject to change.
2: Do you have a guess? Do you have any
0: feeling maybe of like when it would be released? 420. Release date? Again, a lot of these they can announce a release date and then it gets, you know, they they Postpone it for
1: another like month or something. Nah, man, I got I got no idea on that.
0: My guess is I was I was looking at it. I think they're probably gonna choose February fourteenth, Valentine's Day, because that lands on a Friday. Um, it seems in the trailers we've seen already for The Last of Us Part Two, you're seeing more Ellie grown up and Ellie with her relationship. So that's why I think it's gonna be Valentine's Day. Yeah, you know so. But,
2: yeah,
0: are you guys still excited
2: about The Last of Us? Uh, I never really finished the first one. Um, uh-huh. It wasn't bad, but there's just some stuff that really took me out of it. Uh-huh. Uh, I I don't know. Maybe this will, like, light a fire under my ass to finish it, but I don't yeah.
1: know. <laughs> uh, not really. No. Uh, for me, just it's such a kind of a depressing experience to go through. Like, Don't get me wrong. <laughs> it was a great game, but, I mean, it's definitely not a... Uh, fucking happy experience to go through and i mean could be really really good uh i don't doubt it but uh for me personally i'm not really yeah i'm not all that hyped about it Uh,
2: you say that and like it just makes me want another uncharted game
1: yeah i could see that yeah i just i don't know man like i'm sure it'll be it'll be solid it'll be good but I don't know. I don't. I. I can't. I mean, I get how the games industry is, but I don't think the world needed a uh, Last of Us two,
0: a sequel to it. You, f- you felt like it ended yeah. pretty solid. I think
1: what? it would have been nice if we had a different. Like they could have used that towards. They could have done a different, a right. new IP. Could have been in the same vein, just a different characters or different something. But you know, I don't know. That's just my take feel on like
2: it. You didn't. A continuation was a necessary.
1: Just. I don't know. Just something, man. Like just something different or. Do a different type style of like survival horror game, or just I don't know. Just for me, it was like I just never felt like it was a necessary thing. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, for me, like it, it they we've seen not a, a ton of stuff, but we've seen a lot. They've talked about uh, the Last of Us Part Two for so long that I'm just kind of like I'm just ready for it to come out, man. <laughs> like I'm I'm neither here nor there, as in like. Dude, I can't wait for this. Or like, oh, I don't give a shit about it. I'm literally just like, oh, is it out? Okay, cool. I'll pick it up. You know, like I, I want to play it. Like I feel like it's gonna be great. You know, I liked how, I liked how the first game was, and the DLC that came with it was fantastic. But I had a hard time playing through it a second time. You know, I, I felt like, what am I looking? For? Like it, I felt like for me, I are. In any game, if you go back to a game and you play it again, you're playing games the second, third, fourth time. I think last of us for me just wasn't as fun playing it a second time than it than it was the first time, and it's it's like where you know where it's it's weird. I don't know it, it was just like i I think I saw the same stuff that Bethel had like it was more apparent to this time for me. Where it took me out as well. This was even before Bethel mentioned his problem with it. So,
2: but like you, you're you're not really you don't you're not hyped for it, but you're gonna get it anyway. It was like-
0: no, I mean like I, I want to see where the story goes, but I'm not in any. I'm just middle middle of the the like. All right, we've we've been hearing about it for the past couple of years. This is, I want I just wanna play it, man. I wanna see where the story goes. I guess I'm more about like I want to see what happens to these characters. I think I'm more invested in the characters than I am about, like, gameplay, you know? Where it had good gameplay, you know? Like, I had fun with it, I remember. Um, and this one looks like it's gonna be, it's gonna expand it even more, but it's just more of a wait and see. It's just that, I, yeah, I'm just the middle, middle for it right now, you know? I know story will be good. Also, other things, look, I know, I know, man. I know, Joe, you don't care. Beto, you don't care. Let me just let me. I'm just gonna say it, man. Every time they show a new
2: trailer for Final Fantasy VII remake. Wait, you said stuff we're interested in, not not you.
0: Hey, what? What? I can't talk about unanimous. it. it has I to be talk unanimous. I can't. I can't talk. Can we talk about Final Fantasy VII remake? I
2: guess. Well, you're
1: already talking about it, yeah, so you go ahead. do
2: it.
0: So. Every time I see something new, the more shittier, I, yeah. The more I get excited. What? The more the more that it excites me that I'm seeing things that I remember playing originally, and and how how nice it looks and the gameplay looks awesome. Everything about it, it, it you know. Uh, I think if anything, my my fear on this is I know it's going to be split and it's not going to be the whole game. So I think I'm more just in the. It looks cool. I can't wait to get my hands on it. I want to try it. I want to play it now. Uh, I like how they're taking in or kind of showing more in, in, uh, of like the weirdness of Final Fantasy 7 where I remember like growing up when everyone wanted a remake for years people were like oh they can't do this they can't have this in there because it's too weird they can't have this they can't have cloud cross-dressing that's just too weird and then they're like doing it now like they're doing everything everything that you saw that was weird in 7 they're embracing it and I think that's what excites me about it so yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Okay, we can move on. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, this week, too, I, I talked about it when on our WhatsApp Full, but Fire Emblem Three Houses, uh, it got a hard mode. I forgot to tell you guys what the hard mode was called. Uh, the hard mode is called Maddening Mode. And my first thought was, Madden oh, you mode? get to play Madden. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I don't know if you heard about this, too, Joe. And, again, remember, this is stuff that just kind of happened around Tokyo Game Show and some stuff that was in Tokyo Game Show, too. But this is just stuff that was kind of talked about during Tokyo Game Show. Um, Did you hear that uh, in PT that uh, Lisa was behind you the whole
1: time? Yeah, I did. I heard about that.
0: It's kind
2: of fucked up, huh?
1: Now you're going to question every time you turn around, Jesse? Every time.
2: Yeah, I saw that shit. It's fucked up. (laughs) Like, would somebody, like...
1: Someone was like
2: modded it somehow or did it be Turned like the camera that, yeah. or something yeah, like that. Yeah, they, turned like they, the camera. they
0: locked what they ended up doing was lock the camera and then you know you're in first person, so I guess there's no model for you, of course. Yeah. There would there would be no point to have a model for you. So they would they locked the camera and kept moving forward and you see just Lisa moving forward Because she's always <laughs> attached to your back. Yeah. That's why sometimes you would see shadows and that was her. Oh yeah. it was ways to, to like have shadows Fuck and then she's always should. there. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's cool. Damn dude.
0: Kojima was gonna have like what a 45-minute presentation There was a seven-minute kind of trailer, stuff breaking down story gameplay He was doing all this stuff because I guess a lot of people Still were very confused of what this game was and how it's gonna be and everything for um, Death Stranding I didn't watch a single bit of it Uh, since it's so close to coming out I don't you know Beto made a good point because we talked about it this week, but They're not gonna put anything to spoil the game and, and Bethel's right. They're probably not going to put anything in there to spoil it. But for me, it's just like, it's out so soon. Like, why do I want to watch anything right now? You know, like, I'm already, you know, I'm a fan of Kojima. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this game, and I'm going to play it regardless. So I kind of want to learn it on my own. But did you guys see anything or hear anything about Like, uh, the only thing I've heard, and it kind of blew up today, is if you focus on, on Norman Reese's character's crotch, he'll punch you in the face. Right. That's what everyone right now is going crazy about. So if you zoom into his dick... He'll grab the camera and then sock you in the face. Wait, so you're not him? Well, like if you pr- pr- position the camera. You know how sometimes you can position the camera around the character? Yeah, so
2: he'll grab the camera. So are you are you playing his character? Or, you're so, is the, or are
0: you Kojima directing? Director,
2: directing this. And he's like, Kojima, stop that.
1: touching my dick. Or stop mm. looking at my dick. My concern is he's going to end up putting too many cutesy shit into this game. And it's... It's kind of already started, huh? <laughs> yeah, and it's just... I don't know, man. Like I, I know you... I, I like Kojima. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not as hardcore of a fan as you guys, but I've like you know, I love Metal Gear Solid games. But I mean, really, at this point, this game's. It's are you are you being kind of like, is it kind of killing your mood for it or something? Yeah, like I just I don't know, man. Like the whole hype and everything behind it, I I just don't get is
0: there hype? I, I'm not I'm not saying there isn't, but I just don't feel like um, like you have. Yeah, the it's Kujir not going to be a,
1: a 10 million seller. I feel like that's not the point. But just everything behind it, like I don't know, man. Like I just. I don't know. This is either going to be one of those games where he, like... The whole
2: game is breaking the, it, like, the Yeah, he jumps the Yeah,
1: Like, mm. it's just... Like, Kojima
0: watched some Deadpool uh, show, movies a few too, too, too many times?
1: Yeah, it's just so out there. It's either going to be a fucking masterpiece, or it could end up being his worst game ever. I don't know.
0: Now, now... Police Knots and, and Snatcher, there's a lot of fourth wall breaking. There's a lot of stuff where you're just like, yeah, that's that's him like there's in police knots like when you go into space and stuff like it's it's kind of like if you're taking a plane ride, There's stewardesses and stuff and they're in zero G there. I mean, if they ever ported it in America, if they ever ended up doing that, they, they would have taken this out. But you can poke the girl's tits and they move, you know, like yeah. at Metal Gear Solid 4. If you shake if you're talking to, to Rose and you shake the PlayStation 3 controller, her tits wiggle. You know, Kojima always had something.
2: I got to go back to playing that game. You know,
0: <laughs> Kojima always had something. And again, no, I, under, I understand where you're coming from, Joe. Like, Kojima's always had his little quirks here and there, but I've always felt that he's ne- he never... I mean, you could stumble across the rose thing maybe if you dropped your controller and then you look up and you're like, oh, you're probably when you just saw some boobs move or notice that you can poke the girl's boobs. It was mostly a lot of boob stuff. But it, if anything, like one of, one of the things, like I understand where you're coming from. I, my, I don't, how this game is gonna do sales wise, I don't, I can't tell you, you know, I can't tell you how it's gonna perform. The one thing I can say and, and, and what I think as a fan, I'm like, you're going with that cover? Did you see the cover for it? Like yeah. I was just like, geez, it's it's just Norman Reedus, right? Which is fine. You got you got to put the star of it, right? But it's just him turned, looking to the side, very similar to Metal Gear Solid Four cover, the old white man on the cover, uh, and just the dirty kind of kind of like oily face with the oil. And I'm just like, mm, you don't want to go with something different. I don't know. That just doesn't show like yeah. someone picking it up and going, "Ooh, what's this?" Now. Joe, somebody, you know, or 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 just random person picks it up and like, oh, this is do from Walking Dead. What, is he all covered in oil? What is this? Death Stranding, in a world where borders or bridges are being made. And okay, you know, like I don't see the the thing that grabs you. And again, like people can probably argue with me and be like, well, what about Metal Gear Solid cover for PS One? It was just white with. With red on it And I'm like yeah And when I was a kid I was like this looks stupid That was stupid. really interesting no, I was like, For me is- as a kid I, I thought it was stupid Until someone told me To check it out And yeah. they, you know You've heard this story A million times yeah yeah, yeah yeah you said That it was interesting Now looking at it now I think it is awesome You know but as a kid I had that This is stupid no- That game's so stupid It can't even afford A picture on Especially the cover Especially
2: going off Of like the previous generation When there's like crazy Like art for it and stuff I mean yeah Double yeah. Dragon Like Metroid And all that stuff that looked yeah. really cool
0: I don't know. I'm I'm curious how how Death Stranding is gonna do, but I I understand your 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 feelings on it, Joe. I, I I get you. Now, another thing. This has gotten, I would say, the group of third party controller divided right now. We're in we're in a divided state. There was a tease that Capcom did, and they finally showed off what it was. Capcom's Project Resistance. Beto, what is Project Resistance?
2: Uh, pretty much a asymmetrical clone of a, a, a multiplayer, asymmetrical multiplayer game, kind of like similar to Dead by Daylight. Um, some
0: Left for Dead in there too.
2: Left for Dead in there, yeah. Uh, it just doesn't look good to me. What do you feel about it, Joe? What'd you, what'd you, what, what were your thoughts?
1: Uh. It's- kind of same not not really that doesn't do anything for me like i was evil version of that kind of game doesn't eh, i don't know yeah the trailer looked
2: clunky the it's weird just, i mean for a trailer you would think it would like clean it up a little bit but the uh motions they all look like really blocky like when you're they're walking up to like a door they're kind of like still like moving in, in motion like, mm-hmm. kinda, like shitty and it just doesn't interest me
0: mm-hmm now, I was, I was surprised to hear that from you and Joe, because for me, like, I remember when they were teasing this last week, a lot of people were like, okay, this is the next Resident Evil, what is this? And a lot of people were thinking, it's it's a remake of Resident Evil. Is it some sort of remake of Resident Evil 3 Nemesis? Is it some DLC for Resident Evil 2 Remake? Like, what is this? Or is this something completely new? And things were getting thrown up there. Like, a lot of people were going, oh man, it's, it's, it's going to be Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City, which that game sucked. Or... Or Resident Evil outbreak which came out for the ps2 and I remember when that came out it was like a unique game But like not everyone played it and for me when they were showing stuff I I, like the first thing I thought was oh shit. Is this gonna be like? Dead by Daylight you have four people and then you have the one mastermind and with the quick snippets of what they showed They showed liquors. They showed zombies. I'm like you're gonna be able to place the You know the zombies the liquors and then like take control of mr X or whatever you know and uh then when they showed the trailer that's what it seemed like and they still didn't really go into detail and then they finally got into deal- detail where like yeah it is four players uh and there's a mastermind that is able depending it looks like s- cards or depending on what you earn like okay you're gonna place zombies here you're gonna place liquors here you're gonna place that there and then like i'm guessing if you attack well and and then people are trying to defend themselves and you earn points okay now you can control mr x and then you take control of mr x go in there and then like start hitting people trying to kill people kind of like dead by daylight or you can take control it looked like i was looking at stuff that you can take control of zombies too and attack and everything so it it had that but like going from level to level so it kind of had that uh left for dead type of um go to the the safe house then go to the next thing Again, we're, not, we're probably not going to have that, you know, point A to point B is a long way. It's probably going to be warehouse area, you know, map, like a Dead by Daylight map. Get out of that like you would in Dead by Daylight, and then you go to, you know, level floor three. They still haven't really gone super into detail. Now, you're 100% right, Beto? Looks weird, looks clunky. I, I was saying it looks cumbersome. What I thought was cool was just something and having so much fun playing Dead by Daylight with you guys. I thought it was cool with this. You had four characters, and each character had a unique ability. You had the guy who was the tank. You had the girl who was the computer hacker. Um, and I forgot what the other two people were. Anyway, all, all that mixed together, I even thought, like, to me, I thought, like, oh, that's cool. Something in the Resident Evil world, like, you know, if it's awesome, like, I would love to try that out, you know? Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, that's that's just something, like, yeah, is this the next Resident Evil thing I want? No, not at all. I don't want that. You know, I want a I want a sequel to, to Resident Evil 8. Series, I want yeah. you know, I want a Resident Evil um 3 remake, you know? Um now, how's this game going to perform? How's it going to be? We don't know until it comes out, you know? Uh but with its track record in this type of game has been not good. You know, and I, and I have to agree, we were talking a little bit about it earlier. It really just depends on the community. If it's not supported by people if people aren't playing this if people aren't having fun um, then it's not gonna do well but yeah no just me in general I was just kind of surprised like oh I thought you guys would be at least a little like oh that seems interesting I wonder how it's gonna be but seeing how how as much negativity it was, I was like oh whoa I, I wasn't expecting that I was expecting some hesitation but being like hey we had fun with that type of style of game this is something different we would like to try that out, but that—that's what caught me off guard.
2: I'd say the only thing that interested me was the mastermind thing. That seems pretty yeah. cool to be able to control that. But just—I don't know—just like I said, um, well, not I I, you guys didn't hear me say this on on here, but I, we talked about this earlier. Yeah. Um, the name Capcom—I feel like it would have looked a lot better uh, because it had that name. Like it, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Like it would you... have a little bigger team, more money in it, and for it to look like that, it's really disappointing.
1: Hmm. Um. <laughs> No, I, I just It's Capcom But I Yeah My concern is They're just slapping The Resident Evil uh, Name on a On a hastily put together Rip off of Games that have already Done it And in mm-hmm. my opinion Are already doing it well Yeah To the point where We really don't need Another Uh You know Which would could end up Turn out to be Half assed Slap Put together Asymmetrical shooter You know Yeah, yeah. You know I just, that's kind of how I feel about it. So,
2: I feel like a, any everything outside of like the numbered series, uh, Resident Evil game hasn't really been great. Like, no, you're even, right. like Re- Revelations probably was like one of the only ones, the first one.
0: Revelations, Code Veronica, but then again, there's the thing where Code Veronica was really three. Yeah. Uh, but number wise, no, you're right. Like, Resident Evil survivor yeah a, 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 a shoot a gun shooter that didn't have the gun for ps1 in America yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what else uh, yeah there's yeah and then there, there was the outbreak ones but then like I had I don't know if this person was telling the truth but when I was a kid I had a friend who said he played Resident Evil outbreak and said it was cool but it was difficult because sometimes it would be like you couldn't really communicate with someone if they didn't have a headset and I don't know if there was headset talking but even there would be a lot of people from japan
1: there wasn't there wasn't i had it you had it yeah um i heard there were like, there were phrases you could use to talk but you couldn't actually even you could there was no chat system oh there you was played nothing. it yeah I how was it? it huh it was difficult i was hearing that i a lot played of i were, had a, i had a coworker that i played with uh and I even had that hard drive where I downloaded... Like, you, ha- if you use the hard drive, um, you could download the data onto the to make it for a quicker experience. Yeah. Um, it just... it, The first chapter was cool, and I think we even... I want to say we got through the first chapter a couple of times, but it just got really difficult. And it was usually, like, he and I, and then, like... I'm not sure if there was... You know, there was random other people, and it just... I mean, you didn't know what to do, and... You couldn't like there were phrases i want to say there were phrases you could use and then like gestures but uh yeah i don't think there was chat i don't think there was chat nor was there mm-hmm. uh and i think it was purposely capcom didn't want chat in it they didn't want it because they were like well then it would be very easy to get through this they yeah, wanted to people to try to work together these gestures and phrases phrases to um get through it yeah
0: is it true that people tried to fuck each other over what do you mean like, pr- pr- purposely try to, like, get someone caught in a trap or something? Um, I wouldn't doubt it.
1: Uh, I never experienced that myself. Yeah, yeah, Uh, But I-, I wouldn't doubt it.
0: So, a couple of days ago, Nintendo ended up teasing some sort of peripheral that they showed off with people, and it looked like it had something to do with exercise. It looked weird. Didn't know what was going on, and they officially announced a new game using it called ring fit adventures which uses the joy-con on the ring attachment and a leg strap accessory which you put a joy-con in pretty much it's doing exercises i exercises squats lunges things like that um using this ring peripheral but also playing a game where it's a mixture of like turn-based rpg type of combat running in place jumping moving uh, all this other stuff. I don't know. Did you guys end up seeing the trailer for that or or anything on it, Joe? Did you saw see
2: that? On it, yeah, I saw. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I saw things on it. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's very Nintendo. It's very weird looking. <laughs> yeah. Um, they've leave it to them to create a new purple that just you know <laughs> comes from left field. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Like. I mean, I wouldn't. I, again, not something that I'm interested in, but I could see people wanting to mess around with it and use it, and yeah. I'm sure some some people benefit from it. Yeah,
0: it, it's um they they announced it coming out. It's coming out this year, October 18th for 79.99. Uh, Beto, what do you think?
2: Um, yeah, it's cool for fat fucks to begin that shit. huh. So I'm I'm probably gonna be getting it. Since we're getting their <laughs> exercise and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's cool. Like, I mean, there's a, there's, it's, it's really interesting. Like, you were talking about how the EA did that. What, EA fucking? EA, EA Sports thing? Active. EA Sports Active. Yeah. Uh, that you use kind of like to supplement your workouts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people that are, are going to be using it for that. I mean, it's, inter- it's, if it's, it's, because sometimes fucking working out is so boring. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I could see, like, even me, like, some people, like, really using it so they could won't be so fucking bored just from working out. Yeah, yeah, Because you do stuff, like, you run, you can fucking lift weights, it's fucking the worst. Like, it's just, it's so boring. Yeah. Like, I, I don't mind doing it, but it's just the time that I'm doing it, I'm just like, this shit's whack. I'd yeah. rather be doing something else. Mm-hmm. Like it's So, like, something entertaining. So it's cool to be doing this. Like, you always try to f- make your, your workout fun, just so it won't be so repetitive and Monotonous. So yeah, it's cool to, for to people for. It's cool to have this.
0: Yeah, I am a hundred percent in. Yeah. Yeah, I like you just kind of mentioned it too. Um, I remember when the Wii was out. I ended up getting uh the EA Sports Active. It's very similar to this, but a little bit different. I like what Nintendo's doing on here, but uh for that I would always have that supplemented into my workouts when I was using it, and I ended up losing a shit ton of weight. Yeah. But again. Like a lot of people, when I would tell them that I would use that, they're like, that's all you do. And I'm like, no, that's not all I do. I watched what I eat, what I ate, but it was just like, I would do that every day, but that was my warm-up. So a 45 to an hour and 20 minute workout in the game, then I go run two miles. Yeah. And then at night I would close off the rest of the day at night before going to bed another two miles. So that was fitting all that stuff in, but stuff like, you know, stretching, lunges, doing all that type of stuff when I was doing EA active, that helped me out a lot, you know. That built up a lot of like leg strength, core strength, stuff like that. So, like with what Nintendo is doing here, uh, interests me, and it's something that I wanna I wanna get because it reminds me of the Wii Active. But what I like about this a little bit more is that the, it's just the Joy Cons. So they're so they're less attached to when before you would have the Wii Remote and the Nunchuk. And the, it would just have that cord, so that would sometimes be in the way yeah but but i I'm digging this i i'm I'm a hundred percent in because I want to do it and, and you're right like that's that helped out my workout for me because it would be boring and sometimes i I don't know I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I think stretching they always say stretching is the most important I would use that as a stretching and warming up type of thing because then yeah. it would make running easier oh yeah you'd be more warmed up, you'd be ready to go, you would run instead of like starting off cold or something yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm in, man, uh, and I'm kind of down to, to, to give, like, updates and shit on uh, how much I, I lose. But, yeah, other than that, like, Tokyo Game Show, it was just a lot of stuff that was stuff we've already heard, more information on a lot of things, just uh, um, I think uh, they had a lot of cool, cool stuff, you know, a lot of stuff that I just chose to kind of exit out and not really pay attention to due to it releasing soon or coming out. And a newer, you know, a newer date. Like, more information on, like, Link's Awakening, which we're getting this week. And, you know, just a lot of that. But, yeah. uh, All in all, like, it was a pretty cool Tokyo game show. And we got to learn more about the new Yakuza 7. Which uh, is going to have go-karts. It's going to have summoning characters. All the good stuff kids go for in Yakuza games. But, yeah. Well, that's going to be it for this week in Third Party Controller Podcast. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast. Remember, it's thirdpartycontrollerpodcast with a 3RD controller podcast. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with... The artist formerly
2: known as Beto Sparza.
0: And...
1: Joe Ramirez. (laughs)
0: And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kinda get the job done. Later. Watch our video on the Call of Duty SWATting case below. Wait.
1: Huh.
0: What? I read the- yeah, I read the. <laughs> huh? Stay. Watch, video on <laughs> Watch the video. Watch the video on this podcast. Yeah. Just, just tap the screen. <laughs> tap the
2: screen.